1: transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease
2: right here right now find your beautiful new floor at right rug flooring choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee Visit rightrug.com, that's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.
0: It's Tuesday, July 21st. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. Good news on the vaccine front. In early-stage trials, a vaccine candidate from Oxford University and AstraZeneca caused no serious side effects and produced an immune response for both antibodies and T-cells. The U.S. has also paid $1.2 billion to secure at least 300 million doses when it becomes available. Dave Lawler, World Editor at Axios, joins us for the latest on the Oxford vaccine. Thanks for joining us, Dave. Great to be with you. Got some more good news on the vaccine front in the fight against coronavirus. A vaccine by Oxford University and AstraZeneca. They're saying it could be the most promising candidate currently in development right now, is producing an immune response and appears to be safe. We've been hearing a lot about Moderna as a front runner in this vaccine thing, but right now the new vaccine by AstraZeneca is actually doing really well. Tell us a little bit about it, Dave.
3: Sure. So this was the first vaccine, along with one in China, to move into phase three, which is the last phase of trials before a potential approval. So Moderna's also, we've seen good preliminary results from them, too. I would say that these three are kind of the front runners, the the Oxford one, the Moderna one, and then one that's being produced in China. But Oxford's is just a little bit ahead of the Moderna one and, and where it is in the process at the moment. Basically, the results that were published today said that there were only minor side effects, things like soreness, headaches, some people felt feverish, perhaps, but no major concerns in terms of side effects. And it did produce an immune response in everybody who got two shots of the vaccine. There's two rounds of immunization with this vaccine. So promising early results. Now we have to see the results from phase three, which is much broader testing and it's happening now.
0: And how does this vaccine work? The immune response that it's producing is antibodies and then also T-cells as well, right?
3: Right. So this works on two fronts. I was actually just speaking with an epidemiologist who was very impressed by the level of immunity that was generated by this vaccine. That's one of the good indications here is that it's possible to produce a vaccine that does have a strong immune response. What we don't know is is this actually going to prevent everybody who gets it from getting coronavirus? This could be they get the virus and then they have an immune response. And in the meantime, they might be able to spread it or it won't be entirely foolproof. We won't know that until there's a longer term testing. And like I said, phase three trials are happening now, so we should get clearer results. So we we know that, you know, if you get two shots of this vaccine, you will produce antibodies, you will have a level of immunity, but we don't know whether it's going to be 100% effective, and we don't know whether you could still get the virus and then fight it off more quickly than you otherwise would have.
0: That's the big question. Last week, British researchers reported that people that get infected with the virus may see these antibodies start fading pretty quickly, maybe within a few months. So that raises that big question of long term protection, the immunity there. Even if with the vaccine, you know, how long will that protection last? That's and that's why they were going through all of the clinical trials to try and study that. One of the big questions to watch out for after this is who gets all of the vaccines first? I mean, obviously, the whole world wants this. The US government does have a stake in a lot of different vaccine candidates, including this one by Oxford and AstraZeneca. They paid $1.2 billion to secure at least 300 million doses, but. That's the big question. Who starts getting it first? Because as I said, I, I think the UK also bought up a bunch of doses as well.
3: And also the point you raised previously that we don't know how long immunity will last also factors into the equation here, right? Because already you need two shots from this particular vaccine. So nearly every American, a really high level of Americans and people around the world would need two shots. That is just an astronomical amount of doses to be able to produce and deliver. Then you add in the fact that we don't know how long immunity will last. So if this is a six-month thing, I mean, are we going to need to then have enough production for everybody to get another round of vaccinations? This is going to be a logistical nightmare. And yeah, we do have the point now where richer governments are pre-ordering doses of these vaccines, right, the promising ones. Even some that are earlier in the process, you know, governments are buying up doses of them in case they work. That's a good thing because it allows them, it gives them resources to fund this production. But it's a bad thing because if you are a middle-income country or, you know, a developing country, are you going to be last in line to get this vaccine? And is there going to be enough, you know, even in the first year or so of production for you to get the vaccine? There are people working on this question. This is something that some governments have spoken out on. There may be systems in place by the time these vaccines are, are rolling off the line and ready to go. But... It's a huge question mark, and I think that's just one of the reasons why we have good news today, but there's a <laughs> lot more hurdles to jump over.
0: Exactly. Uh, AstraZeneca has committed to making 2 billion doses, and they say maybe 1 billion of those could be available by the end of the year. And that's the thing. I guess they said that it could be cleared for emergency use as early as October, possibly, but it's still going to take a little time to roll it all out.
3: So that would be for really high-risk people, it would almost be another phase of testing, right? They would roll it out wider to people who are at particular risk, maybe frontline workers and things would get it early, but it just won't be ready on a massive scale until at some point next year, probably early next year is the timeline that Anthony Fauci has put out there. So we're hoping that that's the case, but we, we won't know exactly because you know, the, as, as we've talked about this phase three is just getting underway. I mean, it's a scientific marvel that we have three Vaccines now heading into phase three trials only seven months after this outbreak was discovered. So it's by far the fastest that anything like this has ever moved.
0: Dave Lawler, World Editor at Axios, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks so much. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Right Rug Flooring.